Hey, what's happening, Wes? How's it going, man? It's going absolutely <laughs> splendidly, Brian. I've played so much VR today and this week. Um, this week. I'm on Cloud Nine right now. So, yeah, this week. How are you? I mean, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Uh, you know, you know that I'd been kind of taking a break from PSVR uh, toward the end there. The last couple months, there wasn't a lot happening. And uh, so I was playing a lot of Fortnite, a lot of flat screen gaming. Uh, it is weird to be back in the headset, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And uh, and, I, and I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Every single time I step in the PSVR 2, I kind of love it a little bit more. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just, I hope everyone's with us on that. Like, it's just, it's going to be a great generation. Yeah, yeah, I concur wholeheartedly. It's been a blast and I have just scratch the surface of like my library like this is going to take the rest of the year to work through all of this <laughs> yeah i agree man i agree uh but let's not take the rest of the year to start the show let's get this thing started let's go This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole. Uh, we also do it uh, audio style, not just live video on YouTube. Audio style, MP3 format. Thanks to our good friend, Jamie, who uploads this thing on podcast services of your choice. My name is Brian Popnishan right here. That's a tornado behind me. And over here on my right, that's Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. Wes, what's going on this fantastic West Day? Uh, you know, you know what's up, man. I just said it. VR, 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 and more VR. And it's all PSVR, which is uh, excellent. It's an excellent change of pace from the last, uh, well, couple of years, honestly. And uh, again, I could not be happier. Like, we have stuff to play again, Brian. It's it's incredible. Yeah, man. Did you happen to catch any of my, uh, my, my Resident Evil Village live stream earlier? I'm sure you didn't because, like, you know, you're a busy dude. You got shit to do. Um, but it was, it was terrifying. <laughs> like, I, everyone told me. Resident Evil 8 is not nearly as scary as Resident Evil 7, and that might be true for the full game. But uh, but I'll tell you, the, the parts that I went through early on, uh, I was absolutely terrified. And, and I there, there was a point where I teared up a little bit. Uh, wasn't, wasn't joking around. I was a little scared to move, and, I, and a tear came to my eye, and I was like, I don't know if I'm really happy about this or if I'm terrified <laughs> and embarrassed because there's a camera on me. Uh, but either way, loving it. That first chapter is killer, right? Like, yeah. making your way through that village is an experience all into itself. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, but that's what's happening over here on Without Parole. Uh, if you guys don't know, Wes Dillon has his own channel where he hangs out with a much cooler group of friends. I wouldn't fit in over there. Uh, over on Virtual Strangers, the LinkedIn for that is in the description below. Make sure you subscribe. Wes, what is happening over there this week, tonight? Uh, fill me in. Fill the cats in. Dude, so, so much happening uh, on our neck of the woods. First of all, um, we're, well, what are we doing now? We're going to run down some extended thoughts on the hardware. Uh, we're going to list it all out, good, bad, and ugly, everything that's great, everything that's not so great, and give our extended impressions now that we've had a week. I think I think Brad's going to come on and talk to us about some some stuff as well. He's doing some, you know... He's ordered new equipment and he's doing all kinds of scientific testing and we're, we're going to find out what Brad's been uh, 
looking at as well. Um, we're we're going to name winners for our light brigade giveaway. Uh, we have an EU key. We have an NA key. I think one of each, maybe two. Uh, we've got a couple keys we're giving away. This is the last call on this one, guys. Uh, we'll probably leave entries open for about another hour after the end of this episode. So if you want to get in on that, uh, go to our most recent episode and leave a comment. Tell us what your region code is, and uh, we're going to draw a couple winners later. Uh, we're going to talk Horizon. I finished Horizon today, and, and Eric's about to finish it probably as we speak. And we're going to do a full review discussion of Horizon. And then if we have time, um, we're going to give some impressions on Gran Turismo as well. Um, if you have yeah. time now, this is a channel that's known for its three plus hour uh shows uh what at what point do you go we got to cut this off because we're over our time like that just doesn't sound like something the virtual strangers say no th what i mean is i just literally drug my wheel out of the corner about an hour ago so <laughs> gotcha. th those guys eric and roots uh have played a ton of gran turismo and they they're the ones insisting that we have to talk about this right now so i'm going to try to get some uh you know a couple hours in and then we're going to talk about that. Also, also, I want to mention Eric. Uh, Eric accidentally ordered an extra PSVR 2. That's a happy Ryan. accident. And it is a happy accident. It's happy for the people because instead of sending it back, he's giving it away. And uh, I don't have a link for it quite yet. He's doing a Gleam giveaway. It's going to last a week uh, starting from tonight. And I think it's going to run. They're going to draw next Thursday. Uh, but just follow our socials, uh, Virtual Strangers Discord, Q2CVR Gamer on uh, on all the uh, socials, YouTube, Facebook, all of it. Uh, just watch our space, and we'll have that link. We'll probably have it ready later tonight when we uh, go live on the show. Eric's a good dude, man. A lot of people have just sent it back or, or, or sold it, um, you know, and uh, it's a lot of money. So it's very cool that he's giving back to the community like that. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> Wes, we've got so much shit to talk about today. I mean, like a ridiculous amount of shit to talk about. Um, I'm going to jump into uh, a couple tips, but then I, I, I'm just kind of warning you because we didn't really put put a show together today. We were just like, it's we got three minutes. Let's do this. Um, but I, I want you to be thinking about this because I, I do want to kind of uh, hear your thoughts on the PSVR 2 uh, headset itself. I know it's going to be a little bit of a spoiler, of course, for the Virtual Stranger stream tonight, um, but, it, but I have... I've, doing the format this way i get to check in with you individually and aj individually and what and miles individually and uh and, and i feel like you're the one i haven't checked in with in the longest since launch um so keep that in mind as i read these tips uh man bear pig game cat he is real two dollar tip says wes's poker face hard to tell when he's excited psvr2 do you have a poker face very very relaxed yeah i'm sorry i have to do this you know who loves it when you poke her face, Brian. Yeah. Sorry. 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 I had to. I, I couldn't help myself. Listen. Listen. It goes through my head. Just because I don't say it out loud doesn't mean I don't. I don't think it. That is a thing over here. <laughs> uh, I'm, the, I'm the least mature person I know, man. So that uh, that clock's over here. Dan Pajama, Danorama Pajama, the PSVR2 game cat with a ten quid says RE8 looks great, but that first walk I was too scared. I, I noped out never to return, and I've actually played the game flat screen, so I know what happens. Horror is just too much for me. Wow, that's impressive, man. Like, you even know what happens, and you can't handle it. I mean, I don't. I didn't know it was going to happen, and I almost couldn't handle it. Like, that makes sense to me. But knowing? 
All right. Yeah. This is why this is why we love these games, right, Brian? Because oh, yeah. we're we're if you're like me, you're dead inside and you don't feel much. <laughs> so when a game can elicit any kind of feeling, that's my favorite thing. And really, it's only horror games, mostly horror games, that can uh, that, that can speed my pulse up just a little bit. So yeah, that's why I have a poker face. That's why I love horror games. Uh, it's because uh, my soul is crushed on the inside. <laughs> yeah, dude, I could I couldn't believe how good it looked too. I've got to say that. Like it's just it's just it's you know having we'll talk about Horizon in just a second, but having just finished Horizon and gotten the review out and, and really talked about that and how like really it's its biggest selling point or one of its biggest selling points is simply just how beautiful it is. I actually think. Uh, village might be a better system seller it is it is stunning like it is it just looks fantastic yeah i, I think i think that village is probably going to be a better game for hardcores um i think that horizon and we'll talk more about it in just a moment i think it, it's more of a kind of a tweener it's it's a, it's got something in there for people like us who have spent years in VR, but it's also accessible enough for, for newbies to get into and enjoy as well. Except for Danorama Pajama. Except for that guy. <laughs> Which is okay, man. We love you no matter what. Uh, Latin, the game Hound. Huh. I don't think I'm familiar with Latin, the game Hound, but I like it. Maybe it's Latin. With the $10 tip, it says, it's been one week. That's a song, isn't it? Uh, I'm very sore, synth riders, and I love the kayak VR races. Uh, and I've lost three pounds. Congratulations, Latin, as I'm going to call you from now on, whether that's your name or not. Thank you, PSVR2, and thank you guys for your dedication to the community. No, thank you, Latin. <laughs> it's not how you pronounce it, I guarantee it. Uh, Mr. Underscore HKP with 10 quid says, uh, Use your video on anti-blur in a comment about EV and saturation in-game changes from my Brandon S. in the chat. This is a lot of words that I feel like don't actually go well together. Um, but he ends it with saying, my Gran Turismo 7 is looking clear and mighty fine. Thank you. So it, my, my blur video helps somebody less. It's nice. It's nice. This, oh, yeah. Okay. Is that what that meant? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that if you read it, in a different way. It makes right. more sense. Um, there's, there, I gotta say, man, there's one thing that we didn't address in that blur video and, and, and it's, you know, and it, it's going to sound real dumb when I say it, but like, uh, SAS in the, in the discord voice chat today said, what was interesting is that like, you can, you can actually put it on wrong, like in, in the, in the sense that like, oh, yeah. not just up or down vertically, but like to the set, to the, it could be a little offset left or right. And if your eyes aren't like perfectly centered, that could be a thing too. And so that kind of stuck in my head. And so when I went to play village today, I did the, I did the whole uh, vision thing first where you can like see your eyes and adjust the IPD slider. And so you can actually see where your pupils are as you move the things in and out. And both of my eyes were kind of off to the left a little bit. And so I did actually have to go boom, just kind of turn the headset, like just a degree. And then suddenly my eyes were in the middle and I was like, is this always the case? And then when I played when I played Resident Evil, I was like, I <laughs> I think this looks even better than what I've been seeing. Um, so there's like a million little things that could be causing problems. Uh, so I'm glad people are figuring it out. I'm glad I'm still figuring it out. Um, yeah, and it's a, it's an easy mistake to make too because the, the the PSVR Halo straps, they sit on your head so much differently than the Oculus headsets that everyone's been playing for 
the last couple of years. So your muscle memory is telling you to put it on like maybe a Bobo strap or, or, or one of the Kiwi straps, but that's not how it works. It works completely differently. Uh, and you're right. There's an easy remedy to that. And that is to just take the uh, 30 seconds or whatever to uh, set up the, uh, the, the, the vision setup all over again. I, I kind of wish there was an option to where you can just make that default. When you put the headset on, it just automatically pops it up, lets you see where you're at, and then click out of it. Yeah, That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Uh, and so with, with all this out of the way, with, with all these different solutions to, to fixing the problems that you might be having, um, Wes, is, I think it's time to hear about your first week impressions with the hardware itself. Uh, are you happy with your PSVR 2? I'm very happy with my psvr2 um it's i mean it's such it's such a weird thing because we had these expectations for it of it being this just absolutely flawless headset and you know in reality nothing's ever flawless there's always trade-offs and and this has been no different but i think a lot of the criticism that it's gotten has been overblown over exaggerated and uh the, the total package at the end of the day uh, is the best I've tried. So, I mean, what, what, what else can you really say? I mean, the best is the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I think that maybe some people thought it was going to be the holodeck. It was just going to be, yeah. you know, sorry, lots of sirens on my end, uh, before and now, um, but this is, but I mean, I, I I'm so, ex I'm so fucking ecstatic about what we got that it was, that it was exactly what I was hoping for, if not better. Um, that yeah, the, the little things that people can't who, who can't like see past the Mura or 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 the goggle effects or or, or whatever the little thing is that 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 they're hanging on. Um, I just feel I, it kind of makes me a little bit sad. It makes me feel bad for them that they can't like just enjoy what it is because um, they're so focused on what they might be considering an imperfection. It's like you know those. I I kind of think about those three D drawings. You remember the 3D drawings that were all the rage when we were like 10 years old? That you couldn't walk down a, couldn't walk through the mall without seeing them, and they just look like patterns. And then if you stare oh, at them, yeah, yeah. right, it's eventually they come into focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a giraffe. I how did I not see it? You, but you have to just kind of like let your eyes, like, relax and not and and when you, when you stop looking for the for the flaws, it's funny because you're then you then you stop seeing them, right? I'm not looking at the lenses. I'm looking at the game in the lenses i'm not looking at the uh you know the border of my of my vision i'm looking into the game and eventually all that kind of just fades away and then you're left with what you said like one of the best headsets i've ever tried yeah um you know my path with this one's been a little bit weird because on day one i didn't see any of this stuff <laughs> i heard people talking about it but literally i didn't i didn't see any god rays i didn't see any mirror like it was like I was surprised. I'm like, did I just get like the best one they made or something? What's going on here? Yeah. And then over the course of the week, it became more and more clear to me, you know, these so-called flaws. And, um, and it got toward the end of the week that I could not see them. But now having spent a few more days in it, I'm starting to get used to it again. And it's funny, man, because, you know, as much attention as the, as these few, you know, handful of things have gotten this week, Honestly, this is the same stuff that people were saying and pointing out about PSVR 1. Um, you know, Mira, reprojection, this is kind of stuff that people had problems with that. But it's at 
such a lesser extent now to yeah. what it was then. It, it's it's, um, I, I don't know, orders of magnitude smaller in, in terms of intensity now than it was then. And conversely, the strength of the platform uh, is the same thing that it always has been. It's the games. The games are on another level. Even the quest ports that we thought were just going to be, you know, filler, those games are on another level from what they are on the other platforms. Uh, and I think it's funny because, in my opinion, what was, you know, the tagline coming into launch was the, the weak library, right? right. I think the, that the library has turned out to be probably the strength of the platform and the thing that makes it most worth, uh, you know, putting your time and dollars into it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm really, really ha I'm happy that uh, most people seem to be enjoying their time with it. And, and, and hopefully we've been able to help the people who haven't, uh, you know, who haven't had a, as good of a time as we have. Um, and of course, there's going to be like, you know, real, real issues out there too, that need to be addressed. So we want to make sure that, um, you know, everybody, uh, everybody gets to say their piece uh, here in the comments, maybe might not be the best place for it. But we over on Discord, uh, as my pinned comment says, uh, there's a lot of very, very helpful people in our community. And we're all definitely willing to, you know, help people nail down what the problem is and, and try to figure that out. Um, so thank you guys again for being just a ridiculously awesome yeah. community. There are ways to mitigate most of this, but the, the, the biggest remedy for any of it is just time and experience. And most of the time you'll figure it out on your own. Uh, but if you want help, Ryan's absolutely right. There are people willing to give good advice 24 seven on the uh, without parole discord. Uh, Roy Martini in the chat with the $5 tip says waiting on a replacement unit. He had a loud fan noise and I've been living vicariously through this awesome community. You cats rock. And then he put cat noise in parentheses. So I'll make that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Roy Martini. See, an actual problem. Uh, loud fan noise. Uh, feature Bassmaster with uh, with $4 tip says, who won the Horizon Boat Ride Pizza Bet? I got to give this one up to you, Brian. Um, I, I believe the, the, the crux of our bet was <laughs> I was betting that the Horizon boat ride demo mm -hmm. would be nothing more than the front end of the game clipped off uh, to allow people to kind of get a look at the intro without playing the game. Your, uh, your bet was that it would be a separate thing, a separate demo. And you were absolutely right. So I owe you a pizza here, bro. Uh, I've been, I've been so wrong so many times. I, I highly doubt that this will be the last pizza exchange between the two of us also i think i said it was gonna be 10 minutes or something i don't think it was even 10 minutes it felt like it was five minutes so i, I don't think i was 100 percent right on all this yeah i didn't even try it like i literally just finished the game a few hours ago and and like it took me a probably a good three hour session today to do what i thought was going to be you know 30 minutes to an hour and yeah. uh and by that time i was ready to take the thing off and get a break in you know well, what a perfect segue Wes, because i having already gotten my review out there and told everybody what I thought of it. And we've been talking about it all week. Uh, I, I've, you know, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, I went, I gave this thing an 8.4. Uh, definitely it is, is a climbing game. Uh, and <laughs> so just like if you don't like sim racers, don't buy Gran Turismo. If you don't like climbing games, don't buy Horizon. Um, I, I, but I, I desperately want to hear your thoughts, man. I tried to go as quiet as I could doing my review and, and not being influenced by what other people said. Uh, and so now all bets are off. I want to hear what you got to say. You no, know, it's interesting, man, because um, 
you know, as reviewers, we try to kind of nitpick it and try to find areas for improvement. Uh, but we, I try to approach it from the perspective of just someone who bought the game and, and is, is playing it um, for the first time. And I got to say, man, um, in most ways, it has ex- exceeded my expectations for it. You know, I, I'm sure you noticed over the last few weeks leading up to launch, I kind of tried to manage people's expectations for this title mm-hmm. uh, because I really didn't think it was going to be as good as it actually turned out to be. And much like uh, some of the preconceived notions about PSVR 2 leading into launch, I feel like some of the, what we had considered to probably be the weaknesses of Horizon turned out to be some of the strongest points of it. I, I'm trying to process all that. So, I <laughs> What what did we think were the weaknesses? I, I, are we talking about the combat, the the uh, the combat, combat arena? Too, combat, yeah. Too much climbing, mm-hmm. like the combat specifically. I thought that the 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 rail based movement well, was going to be just terrible. Like I didn't think it was going to be good at all. I was hopeful that it turned out to be, um, you know, manageable. Something that didn't really drag the game down. But I really enjoyed the combat sequences in this game. I thought it was. Uh, in most cases, that it was really exciting. There, for the longest time, we were scared that maybe it would only be uh, one enemy at a time, and then they would always stay in front of you. Mm-hmm. Not the case. That this is a full 360 uh, battle arena in most cases, and there are times that there's two, there are three, maybe even four for a time or two there. Yeah. Um, and it gets hectic, and um, yeah, it's very much enjoyable and exciting uh, combat sequences in the game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I didn't find it overly difficult, though. Uh, did you find yourself dying a lot? Uh, not until the boss fight. I think the boss killed me, like the final boss, mm-hmm. probably killed me 10 times before I finally got the job done. Oh. Um, but um, no, I, I think that the, the combat sequences would be more challenging if they didn't just give you unlimited health power ups. Like they just, the whole game. Like half of the assets in this game are health power-ups. Like literally. <laughs> Everywhere you go, it's health laying everywhere. And it just respawns magically. Yep. So like all you have to do to uh, not die is stop shooting arrows for a minute and then go just pick some apples up. There's always plenty. So that kind of makes the game easy. I feel like uh, on a hard mode where that wasn't the case, that we would find these uh, sequences much more challenging. I, I was actually disappointed that there was no hard mode because after I finished it, I was like, because I'm not I'm certainly not bragging. I thought this was actually a, a downside of the game. I thought it was too easy. I didn't I didn't die ever from climbing. And, and I'm a guy who has horrible, uh, f- horrible fear of heights. And so I was dangling from, you know, hundreds and hundreds of feet up in the air. Uh, and, I, and I was literally, I mean, I said it in my review, but I was actually getting mad at the developers. I was like, like swearing at them. I wish I knew them individually by name so I could be like, you know, screw you, blah, 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 because, you know, here you are. You're just, you're just trying to torture me. But like, but it was exhilarating, you know, like anytime I love horror because it scares me because it's a a feeling I actually still have. And I, and and I love this. I love the climbing in this because it terrifies me because it actually evokes an emotion in me. If you don't have a fear of heights and you just kind of like love this stuff, I'm like, I don't know if I don't know if it would work as well, but uh, but man, my, my knees were shaking, my arms were shaking. Uh, certainly, times when I, I was fumbling again, exactly the words I said in my inventory in my in my review, fumbling through my inventory, 
holding on with one hand being like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Like I'm actually going <laughs> to die here, you know? And, uh, it's just the sense of scale was amazing. And this is like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in VR. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they, um, they did new players a solid in the way that they structured this game, you know, making it so climbing heavy. And, um, there's, I mean, like literally half the game, it puts you in a position that if you look down, it's going to get your knees a little bit because it's so high up. The elevation and scale is just so massive and then, you know, subsequently, also, um, these these environments that they put you in, like the, the sight lines go on for miles and miles, and it's beautiful. So not only are you climbing and, and getting that, you know, sense of height, which is going to really affect new players very heavily, uh, but then, you know, once they get that gratification of making it to the summit and then look out across the uh, the landscape they're going to get another wow moment while they're catching their breath. So it's really pretty smart when you think about, uh, think about it in that context. Yeah, I do. I, I should probably clarify. I did say that there's no, uh, there's no hard mode, like no new game plus or anything like that. And that's all true. Uh, you can certainly go back and, you know, go replay all the missions and find all the collectibles to get the platinum and do all that. Uh, but you can take, you can turn gaze tracking off. And I think it's super, super clear that it's using eye tracking when you're doing the challenges, when you're in combat, whenever you're doing, whenever you're fighting anything, um, or even just doing the, uh, the hunter targets, whatever they're called. Um, because there's no way I'm that good of a shot. Like there's just no way. Well, well you can disable, uh, gaze tracking based aim assist right. in the accessibility options. Here's the catch though. And I don't understand why in the world it's like this. Anytime that you reboot your console, that one setting, this is the only one from what I could tell, that one setting re refers back to default. So even if you disable it when you're in there playing, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, you, if you reboot your console, you go back in, it's enabled again. So you literally have to disable it every time that you go in. But everything else, you know, you know smooth turning, smooth locomotion, all of those you know, subtitles off, all those settings stay where you put them. But for one reason, or for some reason, that they want people to uh, to to have help with the archery. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just a bug. That would be uh, that that would be silly. That the, it, yeah, I don't know. But I, I I've got to try it again. I've got I, I want at some point when I have the time, which obviously I don't right now because I'm trying to get my, make my way through 40 launch titles. Um, I do want to go through this again. I, I want to make sure that I get the platinum. I want to make sure I be Aloy's time in, the, in both of the challenges. Uh, but man, it just, I don't know, such an unforgettable experience. <laughs> and, uh, and it, it kind of bums me out a little bit that, you know, some people didn't, didn't find this to be, uh, you know, enjoyable for what it was. Uh, it certainly wasn't a traditional horizon game. Uh, but for what it was, I thought it was fantastic. Ooh. What do you laugh Absolutely. about over there, Ryan? Um, I missed something. Ryan Brandon. Ryan Brandon's like the uh, PSVR Nazi over there. He always points out that it's PSVR two, not PSVR. And I think that that it's funny that he points that out because one thing that becomes obvious fairly early on in your usage of PSVR two is that this is very much PSVR. Mm -hmm. It's next gen PSVR, and that's the best way that you can describe the experience. Uh, it's still PSVR. It's just better. <laughs> 
I mean, it's true for, for so many reasons. Like I can, I definitely considered not changing the name of the channel to, you know, PSVR two without parole, uh, because it is it, PlayStation VR is PlayStation VR. There's, there's a feel to it. There's the, the first part, the first party titles, uh, they have a feel to it. They have a look about them. Uh, they have the, an air of quality about them that we don't often see in VR. Uh, I mean, you know, and in the headset itself just feels, you know, fantastic when you wear it yeah. nice and lightweight. So for so many reasons, for so many reasons, I 100% agree with you. Uh, we got a couple tips. Markio, the GameCat Dojo co-leader, which is a fucking great name, Markio, with the Canadian $20 tip says, Pro IPD tip. Once the blue circle completes, shake your headset left and right and up and down. If the blue ring turns back to white, you need further adjustment. Once that circle stays blue, you will never have to adjust IPD again. This is... And... And if you do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around, <laughs> that's what it's that's all about. What it's all about. <laughs> Mark, you, I, I bet this is an amazing, amazing uh, tip or recommendation uh, that I would literally have to go through step by step and see what it does uh, in order to do it. But once the blue circle completes, shake your headset left and right, then up and down. If the blue ring turns back to white, you need further adjustment. When the circle stays blue, you will never have to adjust the IPD again. Thank you, Markio. That is that that that's some Nintendo power shit right there. Kill Artist won the Dreamweaver GameCat with five dollar tips. Says with the exception of an expensive high end PC VR setup, PSVR two is the best VR experience out there. With the eye tracking and haptics, it excels even more so. Yeah, I man, I love the the subtlety of the uh, the subtlety of the head haptics sometimes, uh, and sometimes too. We played so much Demio over the last two days. Um, it's it's little little things like in, when you're in Demio, and you just kind of roll your cursor basically over over your your uh, the cards that are in your deck, the cards that are in your hand when you and it just goes like just kind of like dunks along the deck. It's little things like that that are so satisfying. Also, by the way, Demio, that game's getting a fucking 9.5 out of 10. Like, if you don't already own Demio, just go buy it. Like, I love that thing on Quest, but I am in love with it on PSVR 2. Uh, I could play that game all day long. So uh, make sure you pick that up. Uh, Red Rover, the effing GameCat with the $5 tip says, here we go. And this is a good comment right here. I miss stealth hiding in the grass, which is a major part of the flat screen games. That being said, I fucking love this horizon. It's jaw dropping gorgeous. I was a little surprised that there wasn't more stealth because they, they implemented, uh, they introduced that at a certain point in the game and, to, and that's it. Like, I feel like there was one, one real stealth segment. Yeah, it is kind of interesting just how different this is from a typical Horizon game, right? Like it's it's very it's a very different game in the same universe. Um but yeah, I, I was a little bit taken aback by that as well. It's uh not much stealth in it at all actually. I mean, even the even the stealth sequence that uh that the game gave me, I didn't even like I just killed the enemy, so I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I stuck past them, and I thought, you know what? Am I going to let them live? No, I'm not. I just went back and killed them. Yeah, I uh, I did something similar. I tried to be, I tried to be as stealthy as possible for the entire uh, segment, and then after after like a few minutes of being stealthy and being like, okay, and and actually because there's an item you need there, and I was like, where the hell's the item? And I'm tired of like being down like in the grass, like not being able to see the item I'm looking for. And I'm sure I could have used you know hunters. Uh, vision to find it easily uh, but I didn't and so I just said fuck this and I stood up and just started 
fucking wrecking house and that's uh and that's how that went down but uh and, and and it's weird right because in that one segment specifically you're no longer you don't get the combat ring if you decide to break stealth you're just able to walk around freely and so yep. it, it, like it's sort of like hey this works totally fine without the combat arena ring like what was the what i mean i don't know it's, it's there, just, there are ways there are ways they could have went around differently about it and i think that it might have even i don't think i know it would have made the combat sequences even better and they were great they really were yeah um but uh yeah we could write a book about that one topic we could do you want to i guess some free time coming yeah up. later on yeah. later on, on virtual strangers <laughs> right right um all right man well overall you're very happy with horizon any final thoughts on it before we move on um yeah I, I, i'm pleasantly surprised again better than i thought it was uh i think your your review was uh pretty accurate and pretty accurately describes how i feel about it um about an eight and a half maybe even a nine for me i really i really did enjoy it um and i agree with your assessment with regards to price this is a 50 dollars game with a 60 dollars price tag on it yeah and i do and i do feel like uh they would have charged 50 dollars for this game if it was released next year the year after but I, I, th- I think it's one of those things where they, they pack it in with the bundle and they make the bundle seem like it's more attractive, uh, right? Yeah. Because then they, by charging more for the game, they could have charged $100 for this game and been like, you should have bought the bundle. You could have gotten a great deal on it. <laughs> it makes the bundle seem more on the, attractive. On the other hand, on the other hand, I am still kind of in the mindset that a $50 game is still a $50 game. And if you consider that really 60 is the new 50 and 70 is the new 60, mm-hmm. I'm not too mad about it. Like dollars just aren't what they used to be uh, a few years ago. I'll, I will say this as well. Um, I think it took me a little longer than it took you to finish it. Like it, it took me six play sessions, multiple hours each time. I was in at least 12 hours, probably closer to 14. Whoa. And um, yeah, it took me a while to get through it. How many of Which the... Which I did uh... spend a lot of... I spent a lot of time uh, stacking rocks and trying to get as as tall as i can and like i i tried to find as many of the collectibles as i could find so i spent a lot of time exploring it uh, admittedly that's how i started the game i was like i was like i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna find every single target i'm gonna find all the collectibles and i'm really just gonna like you know get the most out of this and about like four hours in i was like i gotta start i gotta start making tracks here like this this review is not gonna write itself and uh so i see that's and so I, I, I was still going casually, right? And like, but but I was but I was only doing the hunter targets that were visible, right? That did that didn't require me to like really like go back to the beginning of the level and look all around. So, so you played this super yeah. casually. I like that. Yeah, mo- mostly mostly I did I did pick up the pace through the last level today because, again, I thought I was going to be in there an hour, and then after an hour had elapsed, then that's when I started what turned out to be the last level. Um, so I kind of pushed through that a little bit quicker than I, uh, I typically would, but I did really slowly digest most of the game. And um, that's just how I play, man. I, I don't, I don't like rushing it, even if it would probably benefit me from a, you know, as a reviewer mm-hmm. to do so, I don't want to ever let YouTube ruin my gaming experience. So if it just, if it takes me a week or, or two weeks to, to make it through a game, then so be it. Um, 
yeah i i made it i think you were going to ask me how uh how far i made it through like the progress thing or whatever i, I think it was like 79 percent with the trophies so oh I'm still got, I, I, yeah yeah i think it was i think i was going to ask about the hunter's target specifically like did, um, were you were you finding yourself getting most of those because you were taking so long exploring yeah i i found all of them in a few levels um most of the time i would get them all but one like i would get to the end of the level and there would be one that i didn't have like, damn it i missed one yeah. um so yeah i've got most of them um but there's enough left out there um for me to justify a second playthrough at a later time obviously i don't have time to play the same stuff over and over again right now hopefully they'll uh, they'll put a hard mode or something in the some other reason other than uh, chasing trophies to go back to it. Uh, but when, when the time comes that I want that triple a wow again, uh, I'll, I'll have a reason to go back in and uh, kind of try to finish it up. Maybe it'll be my first platinum. I don't know. It feels attainable to me. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that is, that is mind blowing to me, but yeah, it would be a very cool first platinum to get. Uh, all I can think about when I, when I think about this game is, I really, really hope that they're considering a sequel because this is such an amazing jumping off point, right? Like this is, this is in my book, you were talking, you were talking about like if, you know, 50 is a new 40 and 60 is a new 50 and 70 is a new 60, that whole deal. Like considering that like blood and truth was a $40 game, right? And this is just, this is just leagues better than blood and truth in my opinion. Just, I mean, it, from, from everything that it does for everything that it offers, uh, I just think this is, like a massive, massive, massive step up from blood and truth. Uh, and so if this is what they're able to offer us, then I just think a sequel with just a little bit more of everything that we wanted, right? And maybe a little bit more well-balanced, like not so much climbing focus for all the people who, yes. you know, would, would like a more traditional Horizon game. You know, I thought that it would be great to just, there were so many plants everywhere. It's like a, a huge part of, uh, a huge part of Horizon is, you know, is hunting, for parts in, in getting stuff to craft with. And also while you're doing that, you're foraging, you'd get, you're getting all the different uh, materials, all the different plants. And it's like, just, it didn't, it, I don't, I, I feel like they're not far from that, right? <laughs> they, they could have just given that to us too. And so they gave that to us in a sequel and made it feel, feel a little bit more horizon-y. Uh, I think, I think they can knock it out of the park. I agree. I feel like that they must have decided from the very beginning of, um, uh, production of this game that this was going to be their tech demo and uh, the, again something that, that focused on accessibility for new players and I feel like maybe that holds it back a little bit for gamers like us that just want the full-fledged Horizon experience in VR uh, but even at that it's still great for what it is and a game that that you know it's a game that you compare to, to stuff like half like Al Alex and Asgard's Wrath and Stormland and these you know these, these great games that, uh, that became um, became popular in the interim between when PSVR fell off and when PSVR two came back. So um, yeah, uh, I would you know you'd have to play it to kind of recognize the reference, I guess. But I would say that this is more of a, a game along the lines of a Lone Echo game, even though it's a very different game and a very different setting. I, I would say that the strengths are the same in an abstract way. Uh, between the two you know um, a little bit lighter on gameplay maybe than it could have been but uh, certainly the production values were up to 11 and it was a 
a wow experience from uh, beginning to end. Uh, Lockie Singer in the chat says, really, I like Call of the Mountain a lot, but I preferred Blood and Truth more, more my type of game. I want a remake. We all want a remake. Absolutely. That these are this is just uh, so many great games just being left on the table right now by Sony. Like where the hell is Astrobot? Where the hell is Everybody's Golf? Where the hell is uh, Blood and Truth and the Persistence and Wipeout Omega Collection? Like their silence on their PSVR one games, man, is deafening. And I just feel like at some point soon, how how great would it be if they just doled those out uh, one month at a time for the highest tier of their uh, plus membership or, or or for their regular tier plus membership? Um, just like be like, here you go. I buy it. Yeah. I buy it. It's a, a um, $10 upgrade charge, uh, but free for all you plus members out there. I almost agree with that statement on blood and truth. I love blood and truth. I'm more of a shooter guy. Um, I think the, the restriction in the locomotion really knocks that one back a notch when, when you're comparing it with a game like this. Uh, I think if they did a blood and truth remake and gave you full locomotion through it, um, that that might be a, a better game to me than, than this is. I might have to agree with you. Um, yeah. Jim Perona in the chat with the $2 tip says, thank you. Just thank you so much. Both of you. Jim Perona. And that two man voice chat. He wasn't, he wasn't impressed. <laughs> was apparently not, apparently not original. I guess if you, I guess if you go through life, <laughs> Wes, with, with the name Jim Perona, uh, at some point, some asshole YouTuber is going to, is going to do that to you for the yeah. 2000th well, time Jim, in your uh, life. <laughs> Jim is, um, he's a musician, so I'm sure he's heard that joke more than a couple of times. I'm sure. I'm sure. Jim's a great guy. Um, all right, man. So Horizon Call of the Mountain gave us our AAA VR fix for the launch. One of, one of many, obviously, uh, with sitting comfortably aside of uh, Resident Evil Village and Gran Turismo 7, the AAA experience at the launch of PSVR 2. But one of the games we want to talk about today is not AAA, decidedly. Uh, in fact, it is clearly an indie title, uh, and that game is The Light Brigade. Um, this is made by Funktronic Labs, the same people who brought us... God, am I, am I going to get this right? Luna? No, that's the wrong game. <laughs> no, they brought us... Um... They, they did Star Bear Taxi, they did right, uh, Taxi. Cosmic Cosmic Trip, and Fuji. Fuji! That's the one I was thinking of when I said Luna. I hated Fuji. <laughs> People are like, it's so meditative. I was like, we've got enough places to meditate in VR. We don't need this one. Uh, but, I, but I actually kind of loved Star Bear Taxi. Uh, so these guys, these guys, uh, their newest game is The Light Brigade. And I believe it's, it, it came out on all platforms, right? I think it came out on PSVR 1 as well. This wasn't just a PSVR 2 exclusive. It came out on Quest and PC, like just everywhere across the board, all, all at the same time, right? I think that's right, yes. Wes, what kind of game is The Light Brigade? Light Brigade is uh, an awesome game, and this is a game that I got heavily into before. I love that genre. Uh, PSVR, awesome games. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite <laughs> genre. It's literally awesome. Yeah. Um, it's a roguelike shooter, um, but it isn't a typical shooter. It's it's unique in the sense that it focuses on realism in like the gunplay, but does a an interesting in a very interesting way fuses kind of a spiritualism and fantasy element 
in with the realism of the gunplay. And uh, it's it's very unique in that way because I still struggle to think of another game that has kind of gone at it like this. So there's magic and realistic realistic gunplay in the same kind of fantasy universe. And uh, as is the case in a couple of other Funktronic titles, uh, there is this kind of underlying spiritualism with it that kind of gives it this cool uh, cool vibe while you're in there playing. And uh, I really dig this game a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a pretty good description of it. I, I I it feels it feels new and it feels different. And we'll talk about all the reasons uh, it is new and different uh, soon, of course. But but it also just as I'm playing, I can't shake the in death vibes, the until you fall vibes, right? Where you can't wait to see like sort of what this procedurally genera- generated level is going to give you uh and, and and how difficult it's going to be but also like what kind of upgrades you can find uh but at the same time it's it's uh, you just know that you're in for a challenge pretty much from the get-go and like every single encounter could be is like life or death uh and and that's and that's something i don't know if i didn't expect to fully get those vibes um but but while, while i was playing it today um did i i think i just got to say this this is this is probably one of my favorite PSVR two games that I've played so far. This is just it's just phenomenal. Like I'm I'm dancing around it, but let's just go right to it. I fucking love this game. It's awesome, isn't it? It's uh, it's so awesome that when you were later than you typically are at contacting me today, <laughs> I looked at Wap and I said he's totally stuck in the light brigade now and he doesn't have any idea what time it is. That that was because this is my times. Oh, sorry. You, yeah. you cut out there for just a second. Uh, that's why I interrupted you. What, what did? No, I say because that's what happened to me multiple times. Every time I start playing this game, like I can't stop <laughs> playing it. And um, so I'll give you the story with me and this game on PSVR two because, like I said, I put a lot of time into this game All right. before PSVR ever came out. Um, so I think it might have been launch day or maybe the second day. Uh, I decided just to kind of try it out just so I could give some impressions. I played through the first boss, um, beat the first boss, and there were some um, there, there were some performance issues with the boss fight. So immediately after that, I just killed my own run. I didn't pick it up, and I had a show or something, so I just went on and talked about it. But uh, after that, I talked to the developer. The developer said there's a performance patch coming up any day now um so i decided well we'll wait on that patch before we go back into it mm-hmm. well it took a few days you know how sony is it takes a few days to pa- push an update if you're lucky you get it in there in a few days uh but i think it was yesterday or the day before the uh, performance update finally dropped so i went in uh after i got home from work yesterday i'm like you know what Let- let's give an hour to the light brigade and just see uh how much better it is now in terms of performance um well i went in cold again i killed my uh my run the other time i played it so i went in on a new save and uh i almost i think you know i'm not 100 percent sure but i think i was about this shy of, of finishing the game in that one run like i took the first rifle and went a couple levels past this by the way mm-hmm. uh and i think literally i was at the gate to go to the last boss fight and uh, i got killed but uh, again, I, my intention was to play it for an hour. I played it for like close to three hours yesterday, uh, just this one run. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. So yeah. with, in, in one run, I mean, so I mean, there's so much to this. There's so much I want to break down. I, first, I want to break down the performance patch, right? Because uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen the first boss. Uh, I got real, real close to killing it. It killed me. Uh, but when it, when I died, I I feel like when I, I went back in and it, and it started me somewhere else. So I, I'm a little, I'm, there's so many things, little things about this game. Maybe some big things that I still don't understand, and I think that's kind of the fun of a game like this. It doesn't hold your hand and doesn't say, "Well, here's how you do this, and here's how you do this." Next time you play, this is going to happen. Um, so I'm still figuring out little things, um, but uh, <sighs> okay, I got I get, I've got to ask. The prefer- sure. as far as the performance goes, I'm I, my frame rate is definitely pretty stuttery, like just in regular levels. Is is that still the case for for you? I, well, for me, I haven't really noticed it that much. Now, um, I had, when I played through it yesterday, I had two specific instances uh, where I noticed a, a very noticeable drop in frame rate. And it was both times literally right after I killed the boss. Okay. So after you kill the boss, uh, if you're like me, uh, you go around and you bust open all the ammo boxes because they all have souls in them. And you're collecting souls. That's XP. So I literally go around. There's like fucking 30 or 40 mm-hmm. ammo boxes in this area that I don't I don't need for the boss fight. So I just go around after I kill the boss. And when you do that, every time you break one open, like two or three clips pops up and starts this rotation animation in the air. And by the time you break open all these boxes, there's like 50 to 100 of these clips floating in the air. And when that happened... I mean, I started to get a headache from it. Like I had to get the hell out of there. Um, so that happened both times, but both times it was right after the boss fight. And as soon as I put my hands together and went to the next level, it was all better again for me. Now, with that said, a lot of people have uh, pointed out discomfort and performance issues in this game. So maybe I'm just not as sensitive to it as other people are, yourself included. But during the regular levels, I didn't really, aside from a couple of instances where it would flash 2d for a minute, like it would lose depth just really quickly split second. Uh, I think that happened two or three times, but uh, other than that, I didn't notice any kind of like frame drops or anything like that. I, I don't know if I'm showing it in this video or not, but I do have to say if I'm doing stupid things in here, it's literally because I actually forgot that I could uh, teleport around with the right analog stick. Literally, just like the, I was jumping in, okay. I had already done the tutorial the last time I played, and um, and I only played for like fifteen minutes, and so nothing stuck, nothing stuck at all, and so I jump into this without a tutorial, and and I literally forgetting that I can actually teleport around, I can jump from one place to another, so I'm being stupid. That's why. Um, yeah, so uh, Funk is worth noting that Funktronic Labs is in the chat right now, uh, and they they're saying they they're noting that they are working on performance infoviation, and so. Uh, Keep that in mind. If you are having performance issues like I am, uh, they're working on it. Uh, and also, as Wes said, I do seem to be more sensitive to uh, to frame rate issues than most people. I think most people who don't notice it might feel a little sick, queasy or something like that. And, and that's how they notice it. But I notice it with my eyes. Um, I was one of the only people that had a problem with awesome asteroids until Reggie fixed it. And now it's silky smooth. Uh, Functronics also dropped a $10 tip in the chat said, wow, thanks for the kind words. Here's a light brigade key uh, for PSVR two in North America. Uh, thank you very much. 
very, very much appreciate that. Uh, I haven't been keeping an eye on the chat since then. Hopefully whoever won it will let us know. Uh, but congratulations to whoever got the key. It's a great game. Yeah, congrats whoever got that. You're going to dig it, man. It's good. Um, so somebody in the chat, I think it was uh, Tomcat, asked if it – so he said, so the game's only three to four hours. Um, I think this is one of those games just like After the Fall. I'm sorry, just like Until You Fall, uh, just like The Persistence, just like any other roguelite. It's all going to depend on how good you are. That's in, And that's yeah. for me only having played two hours and – this is the footage right here. <laughs> like, I don't feel like I made very much progress. Um, and I kind of love dying in roguelites, right? Because then you get to go back. That's, that's, that's half the fun here is because even though you're going to be starting from the beginning again, you get to go upgrade stuff. You get to go back into the game with upgraded health or upgraded. Uh, you can upgrade your weapons and make them stronger. Uh, there's all sorts of different things that you can upgrade. Uh, and so uh, I, I'm going to guarantee because I'm terrible at roguelites, even though they're one of my favorite genres, this game is going to take me probably 10 hours minimum to beat. I can't, I'm just going to guarantee that because I'm not good at this stuff. But uh, but I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know. Well, I'll just say that um, a couple of things. First of all, I probably put 15 to 20 hours in on this game on PC before I came over and played it on PlayStation. So I had the benefit <laughs> of basically knowing what to expect through the second boss. That helps. There's three currently so yeah i also had the benefit of a, a really great loadout like I, I got some really good upgrades and some really nice tarot cards um stacked up so that by the time i made it past the second boss uh, i was benefiting a lot from having paralyzed enemies and just benefits that uh really helped me go a lot farther than i should um i really couldn't believe that i made it as far as i did because I uh, I actually lost. They get they let you die twice before you get game over. Like so, the third death is when you get game over. Oh, and I um, assuming that you do some other things. Of course, it, it isn't automatic. You have to when you die, you have to uh, kind of collect yourself the same way you would in Saints and Sinners. You know, when you die in a level, you have to go back mm -hmm. and collect your stuff. All right. So if you die in this game, um you have to go back and collect your souls, including your own. Uh, but if you die before you get back to that point, it's game over. But as long as you do that, you can die three times before you get game over. Interesting. And uh, I actually, I had died twice uh, right after the first boss. Like when I'm starting into the second set of, uh, of, of levels, I died twice in the same part right there. I didn't think I was going to make it very far, but I carried on to go on and beat the first boss or the second boss, uh, the first time I tried, and then carried on through most of the, the third levels um, before, again, I finally fell at the very end. Uh, so I, I, it was a lot of luck involved, plus a lot of experience. You're, you're not going to beat this game in three hours. Trust me. I can assure you of that. I'm, I'm really glad you clarified because I, I yeah, it, knowing what you, now knowing what you've said, um, so that took you, how many you said 15 to 20 hours on pc that's how much experience you had before yeah. going into the psvr2 version that's right yeah, yeah. all right because I, I i felt like i was going to sink a lot of time into this uh well, let me clarify though because i'm really curious uh because you definitely know so much more about this than i do when you say that after you die three times you die you're done 
that includes anything you leveled up. That All that goes away. You were starting from scratch all over again after your third death, right? Well, it, not totally from scratch. It's it's like a lot of other roguelites. Like, uh, I, I, um, until you follow a good example of this, Returnal is another. There's two different loadouts you're working on. One loadout is your loadout. Yuki, another great example mm -hmm. of this. Uh, one loadout is an, a, a run loadout, stuff that you stack on your way through the run. Right. The other loadout uh, you spend experience points on after you're back out of the running. When you're in the hub world, you, you can upgrade your weapons and abilities uh, at the blacksmith. Those are permanent. You don't lose those. Okay. But uh, That's they're, what very, I was about. they're very slow. Yeah. They're very slow to progress. Like you have to put a lot of time into uh, getting those experience points. And uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's really a lot to it. There's five different character classes to, to load out with different weapons and different abilities. Um, so there's really a lot here. Um, let me, let me read a couple tips. My, my, my brain is being faulty today. Uh, I think I'm still somewhere in village, uh, or somewhere in the light brigade, but, uh, <laughs> Lucky Sangara with the two quids has no reason. Just love listening to you guys. Yeah. West day. Nice. Thank you. Lucky. Appreciate that. Uh, Darth Vader, the game cat with the $20 tip says, I've never been a fan of roguelites, but the light brigade has been an absolute blast. I've been finding that I've been falling in love with different genres that I would never try flat. Looking at you, Demio. Uh, this is, uh, this was my feeling about PSVR one, and I'm glad it's continuing into PSVR two. Um, I didn't I have zero interest in racing Sims. I can't stop playing Gran Turismo. I have zero interest in tabletop RPGs, uh, or I never did before. And I love Table of Tales on PSVR one, and of course now Demio on PSVR two. Uh, you know, pretty much if if a if a that's I think the difference between a good flat screen game and a good VR game. If it's a good VR game, I feel like most people, whether it's their genre or not, could probably enjoy it, uh, and 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 it could and that could be the game that would turn them around and make it a genre that they appreciate. Flat screen games, I don't think that happens nearly as much, not nearly as common, but that's just anecdotal. Like, what do you think? I, I think roguelites are just better now than they used to be. Like I, I, I never did like them before because they were always so samey and just boring to me. Uh, but after I got into VR, I, everyone I've tried just about, I've really enjoyed. And then I thought, well, maybe it's just VR making them better. And then Returnal came and I fucking love Returnal, dude. I, I spent over a hundred hours, you know, beating that game. And uh, so I've, maybe they're just better now than what they used to be. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, and I, it's, it's always difficult making the distinction between roguelites and roguelikes. Uh, some people do, some people don't, most people don't care. Uh, I do. I got you. What's that? I said, I got you. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. I, I kind of lumped them all into the, I think most people category. do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, cause like Spelunky is one of my favorite games of all time. It's just phenomenal. Fuck Spelunky too. It doesn't matter. Like, I know it's an amazing game. I just don't care. Like Spelunky one is, was the game. I don't need a sequel to it. Um, it was perfect, <laughs> right? Uh, and that game, that game is what, 15 years old now? Uh, I, I, I can't say I've really ever played many before that, though. So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, the Light Brigade definitely gets a thumbs up from both me and Wes. Uh, Funktronic Labs here in the chat saying that they're still working on improvements, uh, which makes me happy. 
because uh, I could certainly use them. If I can make a suggestion, Funktronic Labs, uh, while I'm here, uh, I don't know if anybody else is having this problem, but when I teleport with the right analog stick, when I bounce around, I, I don't know why, but it's way too easy to turn right and left. Like, yeah? Yeah, you, what they should do, uh, Eddie, if you wouldn't mind, instead of making, um, or at least make an option, so instead of the thumbstick direction controlling the teleport, you press the thumbstick in or something that, or press a button in and point to where you want to go. That way it takes all of that lateral movement out of the equation because it's the same thing with me. Every now and then I'll, I'll teleport somewhere I didn't mean to. And it's because of the, how much play there is in the uh, thumbsticks. Yeah. That's uh, but for, for a game like this, I, I, don't, I don't have too many other complaints. That's uh, it's probably the big one right now, but uh, this is, this is, this is just shot up pretty high on top of uh, to my to my the games I need to review soon list. Uh, you know the, that list is obviously I'm trying to get the big three done uh, with Resident Evil Eight and Gran Turismo Seven uh, and everything else that's happening right now. Uh, but this has just made it into a much higher. Uh... Oh, hey, Nick Mueller in the chat said I think you can mess with the dead zones in the options. So maybe if I screw with that help. a little bit. But anyway. Um, Listen, be, be, before we call it a day, I uh, want to remind everybody to come over and join our Discord. Uh, again, that's a great place to troubleshoot any PSVR 2 problems, but also a great place if you just love your PSVR 2 um, to uh, to come hang out and share the excitement. Uh, that's where I hang out all day while I'm getting work done. Uh, and, and another great reason to join our Discord, uh, as Professor Lilith tells us with her $5 tip, uh, it says, Back by popular demand, the March 5th Sunday multiplayer game will be after the fall. Snow. Pew Pew Zombie Hordes, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so if you guys don't know what this is all about, every single Sunday, Professor Lilith organizes on our Discord a multiplayer meetup. Uh, luckily, after the fall is this week's, and that's crossplay, I believe, right? With uh, with pretty much every headset underneath the, under the sun. So if you've got it on PSVR 1, Quest, PC, doesn't matter. We can all play together. Uh, I'll probably be skipping that one. <laughs> no comment. Well, you know... Um... For what it's worth, too, I think you can specify in the options. If you'd rather just play with PlayStation people, you can do that, too. Nice. Nice. Well, luckily, we're going to have a lot of cats uh, that are all going to want to play this. And I do have to say, guys, like, really, if, like, you, if you haven't given it a chance on PSVR 2 uh, and you already own it on PSVR 1, uh, I, I know there's some people out there that are like, oh, I bought it and I wasted my money. Go in and try it. Like, I've got to say that. Like, this is the best version of After the Fall that I have played. I, the first version was on Quest 2 pre-launch, and then uh, and then once the game came out, I bought it on PlayStation VR, and it was obviously much better. And then on top of that, PSVR 2, amazing haptics in the controllers, uh, haptics in the headset. I mean, just perfect image quality. I, I, I can't imagine. Wes, I haven't played it on PC VR, but I can't imagine it looks better on PC. Like, this game, it just looks... This is just how... This is just how uh, uh, this this just feels like as good as after the fall is going to look. TBD. I don't know. I've heard I've heard that PC still has a, a slight advantage in that category, but I haven't tested this for myself. But what I will say is that even the people who claim that uh, admit that it feels better to play on the the, the difference in graphics is about this much, mm -hmm. but the difference in the haptics is like this much and it makes a big difference the way it feels yeah. playing on playstation i mean it's super impactful like uh, you know with when i played with the move controllers on psvr1 it was like 
think, 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 whatever it was, it was what it was, but man, the re the, the haptic feedback that you get in that sense controller is phenomenal on PSVR two. Uh, that it's just, it feels like you're blasting away the snow breed rather than just like playing some video game. It's pretty impressive. I will say that. So I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Uh, Josh Cutler with the $2 tip says, anyone played Cities VR? Haven't seen any reviews. Boy, I'll tell you, man, I, I think for a lot of studios out there, the, their goal was like, we need to have a PlayStation VR 2 game out for launch. And I think that might have bit some of them in the ass unintentionally, right? Like if your game isn't Gran Turismo 7 or Resident Evil 8 or Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, if it just doesn't have a, a lot of attention behind it, or it's in or it's in a genre like this that may, people might not be, you know, chomping at the bit for. We need a new game in this genre. Uh, I, I am very very curious to see, uh, you know, who, who's who's had a chance to even play this yet. Uh, you know, Wes and I have had our headsets for a week now. I, Cities VR is not in my top twenty that I need to play. I want to. I think it's going to be a great time when I get around to it. Uh, but it's not it's not a priority for me, unfortunately. It's an interesting dilemma uh, for for fast travel games here because, on one hand, uh, w with VR enthusiasts, they certainly would have benefited timing their launch a little better when maybe uh, people are looking for things to play six weeks down the road. Maybe right. that they might have had a little bit more uh, a little bit more of a share in the press. Uh, but with that said, they're, they're sitting on what is a popular franchise and they're moving on to um, onto the PlayStation Network with, where there's a lot of casual gamers and potentially a lot of flat gamers that might buy headsets to play their, their favorite game, mm -hmm. you know, in VR. So I can understand why they would want to be there at launch. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, it would probably would have benefited them a little bit to wait. But I get why they didn't wait. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that, and I think there's going to be games like the Light Brigade that uh, are, are surprise hits, you know, surprise uh, surprise launch titles that you did, were certainly not on most people's radar. And and I will say, just in conclusion here, Wes, I know we probably uh, we probably already moved on from the Light Brigade, but the trailer's still playing, so it hasn't we haven't moved on officially. Right. This is not a game that translates well to flat screen trailers. If you've watched the trailer, if you even if you're watching the gameplay here, you might might get a small perception of what it feels like to play this game, but you really haven't. For the most part, you haven't. Like listening to footsteps, like the sound in this game is incredible, right? And yeah. so it's in move, moving around and in just hearing footsteps, you're like and I I do think that the footsteps seem really loud to me. Like they could be like not behind they the are. next tree, even though they sound like they're behind the next tree. They're like two trees down, <laughs> right? They're, but they're really loud. So you hear footsteps and you pay attention. And like you're, I, I mean, I'm constantly, you know, peeking out from behind, I'm behind this tree over here and, you know, aiming, aiming down the sights and really just trying to pull off a headshot from as far away as possible. Like it's a super tense game. Uh, and, I, and, and knowing, of course, that if you die, you've got to go all the way back to the beginning and, and, and hopefully you will get, you know, be able to save yourself. Uh, on on your next run, it's. I it, can't wait till you make it deeper into this game, Brian. <laughs> There's so much I want to tell you, but I don't want to spoil it. It does get better. It's good to start, but it gets better. That's phenomenal to hear. I can't wait. Yeah, man, I wonder when we're gonna get a little 
lull in the action, Wes? Uh, like when 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 would a good time to release a game be? Uh, we got like be, we got before your eyes coming out in just a, a couple days. Uh, a, a week after that, I think we have a switch back, and then just a few days after that, we've got Saints and Sinners Chapter Two. Like, dude, we're in March. We're in March. Like March is stacked. March is March is like launch part two. Yeah, historically, um, the, the kind of lead up to what used to be E3 mm. uh, is a good place to, if you have a, a port like this you want to bring over, that would have been a good place to stick it. Uh, typically, at the end of July, things start to take off and it builds throughout the end of the year. But there is a little period there at the beginning of summer uh, that probably this would have fit right in. But then again... I mean, at that point, the, the thing's been out two, three months, and how many sales did you miss out on not being around? So, right. I get it. Double M Gaming with the $5 tip says, Light Brigade, love it. Two things are missing, Hitman and a Souls-type game. Think Hellsweeper will fill that void? Keep up the good work. After the fall is, I don't know, this says 100% now, 100 now? I have no idea what this says. Yeah, 100, okay. Didn't copy well into my notepad. Um. I don't know. This 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 has like souls like elements to it. It's not, but it has whatever. You know what? I'm not going to try to make that point because it's not a very good one. Ben Schroeder with the five dollar tip says have to work. We'll watch the full cast later, but wanted to vent. Some of those claims in Horizon are bullshit. <laughs> Carnes, Cairns, Cairns. Sorry, my eyes are gone. Uh, what are the cans again? Are those those aren't the, the rocks. rocks? Yeah, those are the rocks. The rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says it's so frustrating. Up, Love you guys. It is frustrating. Yeah, I have. I've only done, dude. I didn't. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Uh, the first time I saw a, a pile of rocks sitting there in Horizon, uh, I just went over and I was like, because the whole game up to that point, the whole game had been about like open this basket and here's some fruit and here's a thing to play with and here's something you can throw and here's something you can bash and here's an instrument you can play and here's another instrument you can play and now here's a wall to paint on. And so I saw a table with a bunch of rocks on it. And I said, well, they're really phoning, they're really phoning in this stuff now. They're just, <laughs> they're just giving me rocks to play with. They've run out of ideas, and we're only an hour in. Um, I had no idea you're supposed to stack those things. Uh, and so it wasn't until, like, my next play session after I'd already seen Albert playing, streaming in the Discord. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. It's it's Tumble VR in Horizon. It's like a whole little mini game within itself. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it is tough, especially the lighter ones. Like uh, they get pretty tough. If you want to stack them all and really, you know, make them tall, it's you got to work at it. If you want to stack them all, you want to make them tall. That's all I got. You got to work at it. Got to work at it. Uh, and then, uh, no, that's it. Okay, cool. Oh, dude, you know what that means? It's time for twenty questions. How do you feel about that? I feel good about it. You know, we haven't had the best luck lately, but um, I think we're going to break that streak and, uh, and and kill it today. Nice. Well, you know how this works, everybody. Uh, you definitely need to help uh, Wes here. Uh, we're going to put six minutes up on the clock, and then you guys and him only have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game I've got in my head. Uh, are you ready? I think I am. On your mark. Yes, get, we are ready. Get Dez. Go. It happened. So, has this game been announced for PSVR 2 yet? No. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Interesting. I like all that. Right. So, th does this game um, 
Does this game use thumb t- thumbsticks? Uh, no. Does it have full locomotion? This game might use thumbsticks. <laughs> I played okay. this game with move controllers. I don't. If it has Dual Shock Four support, I am unaware. I'm looking at the PlayStation Store, and it does say uh, Dual Shock Four vibration, but it also says move controllers required. So, hmm. yeah, I don't There's remember playing this Sony. with the Dual Shock. Yeah, thanks, Sony. So I won't count that. What's your and, uh, full locomotion? What did What did you say? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it, it uses moves and it has full locomotion. There's a big asterisk next to that full locomotion, but... Yeah. Hmm, I see. Mm-hmm. Mm, are you in a vehicle or something? Yeah, you're in a vehicle or something. Uh, I see. Yeah. All right, guys, vehicle games with move controllers. <laughs> that's uh, That's got to narrow it down a little bit, right? Because I can't think of one. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you in a mech? No. No, so it's not rigs or anything like that. Um, let's see, what, what do we think? Uh, are you flying? Yes. That's five. Mm. Is this good? Is the game good, Brian? I, I, I would say it has a mixed reception, but I enjoyed it. I see. That's um, was it developed by uh, who was it? Uh, BitPlanet Games. Uh, it was no, not developed by BitPlanet Games. I, th- I think that's the developer of Ultra Wings, right? BitPlanet. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you're flying, or, or are you in a plane? I guess we should get that out of the way. No. No. Okay. Is it a superhero game? Nope. No. So it's not a superhero game. You're flying, but you're not in a plane. Uh, again, with move controllers. Um, and I guess, are you in a spaceship? I mean, that's not a plane. Yes, you are. That's 10. So you're in a ship. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're in space, ladies and gents. Um, hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of these games I didn't play. Like I didn't play Eve, um, a lot of these guys help me out because I've missed a lot of these games. Um, is this game exclusive to PlayStation VR? No. No, so it might be Eve. Uh, did this game release in the first two years of PSVR? Um, God, I have no recollection here. No. No, okay. Is it from a known uh, franchise or IP? Nope. Okay. Has this developer done other PSVR games? Yes, they have, Wes. I see. Okay, so... um, The detached... Is detached really a spaceship? I mean, aren't you, like, spacewalking in that? I don't think that that's a... Bridge crew has no movement in space. I wouldn't know what question to ask about in space. Um, Dual shock. <laughs> well, I mean, we, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. But but in space, in space does the, not use the move controllers. I will say that. Okay. Well, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
I would think squad. Well, it wouldn't be squadrons because it's the the known IP, right? That's a Star Wars game. Um, I mean, I they he said that they've done other uh, other PSVR games, so it's not mm-hmm. No Man's Sky. Um, I don't know anything about Gun Jack, so I don't know what to ask about that one. Um, Battle Blood is Battle Blood a spaceship? I mean, I guess kinda. No, but it's not. not. I mean, it's a, no. It's a spaceship. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the 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 hack that that we use? Um, the, that's kind of the cheat question. No, I don't. No. What, what what would what would be the hack? I All mean, right. since you've only got a minute left, uh, I'm going to tell you what the the hack is, and that's okay. We always ask, did we talk about it during today's show? Oh, or did we bring it up during okay. today's show, or something like that? Did we bring it up during today's show? Yes, we did, Wes. That's 15. What the fuck did we talk about today that uses spaceships? Oh, man. Um, help me out, guys. You, with 20 seconds left, Wes, you said the name of this game during today's show. What the hell? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... What was it? What was it what, maybe one of the roguelites I mentioned? <laughs> Yuki? Yuki's not a spaceship. Nope. What the hell? Starbear Taxi. Is it Starbear Taxi, Brian? With four seconds left, it is Starbear Taxi by Funk Trank <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thank you. I, I, I'm, I'm not taking a full W on that one because you, you gave me a big hint. And then the chat saved me with it. Um, <laughs> Dude, when you, when you said the name of it, I was like, this is going to come in handy. I know that he's familiar with the game. If he said the name of the game, he, like he's going to, because I had it picked out earlier. So good stuff. Wes. We did it. Good stuff. That is, that is, that is a fun W, not just a regular W. It's a fun W. Good job, everybody. All right, you guys, don't forget, uh, if you want to hear more about Wes's impressions about PSVR 2 and, of course, uh, The Light Brigade and, of course, Horizon Call of the Mountain and who knows how much time he has to play Gran Turismo before his show over on Virtual Strangers tonight. But if he's got enough time, he's going to talk about that shit, too. Uh, so make sure you click the link in the description below. Join Wes and his friends at Virtual Strangers. Subscribe to their channel. Uh, and also don't forget to join us over on Discord, uh, where Professor Lilith is organizing this Sunday's meetup where we'll play After the Fall together. Maybe I'll play. I don't know. You know, I hate being such a such a Debbie Downer. Maybe I'll play. I got to get in there. I got to I got to level up some of my weapons. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, just thank thank you everybody. This has been this has been such a fun week. Uh, week one of PSVR two is officially over, but man, it's just it's just amazing. Just amazing. It's the gift that keeps giving, like the uh, Jelly of the Month Club. Jelly of the Month Club. Is that a real thing, or is that only from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Well, that was a reference. I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but you remember Eddie tells him it's the gift that keeps on giving. Clark. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thanks, everybody. Helps the channel run. Uh, everybody from uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who puts the timestamps in this. Please don't hassle him. Uh, if he doesn't do it right away, the dude has a real full life and so doesn't always have the timestamps ready immediately. Uh, thank you very much, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry. Thank you, Jamie, who gets us up on podcast services of your choice. Don't forget that you can listen to this on Spotify. We're killing it in the numbers over there, so thank you for making that happen. Uh, thank you to all the cats who watch the show, who uh, support us over on patreon.com slash games. Thank you to all the cats who became members of this channel 
on YouTube without even really knowing what that's about, because I'll tell you right now, I don't really know what that's about quite yet either. We'll figure it out together. Uh, everybody who watches the show supports us on Patreon. Uh, tipped during today's show and helped Wes with 20 questions. And of course, all of you who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Happy West Day, Wes. Happy West Day, Brian. Let's go. My favorite part was knowing that Funktronic was in the chat and they even they weren't <laughs> guessing Starfare Taxi. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad we pulled it out at the last second because I would have felt like an asshole if, if I didn't get it. Um, so, yeah. Good on you, chat. Whoever it was in the chat who uh, reminded me. Uh, thank you. Good stuff. I think I, I think the first person I saw say it might have been Professor Lilith, but then everyone piled on. I was like, yeah, yeah, t- that, that taxi game. Yeah, <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. <sighs> All right, Wes. Enjoy the rest of your night. Good night, everybody.